This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Doctor Who, The Faceless Ones, Episode 2. Medical Center X-ray room. Blade pulls back a screen to reveal Meadows lying unconscious on another table. Immigration. Commandant. You're quite sure you never met these men? They say they know you, Michelle. But they can't know me. This is my first visit to England. Jamie, but Polly, it's us. Me and the doctor. Doctor. Would you mind telling us your name? Michelle. I'm Michelle Lupre from Zurich. Doctor, you have a passport? Michelle, yes, of course, here. Have I done something wrong? Commandant, oh no, I don't suppose there's anything for you to worry about, Miss May. I just ask, what are you doing in England? Michelle, I'll come here to work. Look, here's my work permit, Commandant. Oh yes, it's quite in order, thank you, excuse me. Doctor, where did you learn such excellent English? Michelle, I had an English governess. Would you mind telling me what's happening? Come on, nothing. I need to concern you, miss. Everything's perfectly in order. Perfectly order. Now, if you just go through there, Polly, thank you. Polly, look like Michelle leaves. Jamie, Polly, wait. Come on, just a minute, young man. Jamie, but she's a friend of ours and she just, and she saw the murder. Commandant, you've got to wait here until the superintendent of police arrives. Now, understand that. Doctor, oh, you're going to tell him about the dead body. Very sensible. Commandant, no, I'm going to tell him about you. Put me through a superintendent Reynolds. Through to the superintendent Reynolds, please. Doctor, Jamie, I don't think we're very welcome here. May, when I say run, we run, Commandant. Hello? Super, Commandant, I've got a couple of illegal immigrant entrants here. Yes, immigration desk, number five. Doctor, run. Jenkins, Commandant. Commandant, situation changed. They just made a run for it. I'll give you their description. Medical centre x-ray room. A nurse enters. Blade, quick, you're suffocating. Pinto, you are, you are 20 minutes late. She gets two armed mans from a cupboard. One white and one black. There's a tiny control panel in each one. Blade puts a white one on Meadow's forearm, while Spencer attaches a black one on the alien. Blade, who is he? Pinto, oh, Meadows, air traffic control. Blade, good, he may be useful to us. The nurse puts headsets on both bodies and switches on the machine they attach to. Meadows begins to twitch and the alien goes rigid. 
Concourse, two policemen stride through the passengers. The doctor and Jamie sitting next to the newsstand, hiding behind broad sheets. Jamie's chosen the front one and is holding it upside down. Jamie, they're still hunting for us, doctor. Doctor, yes, we have to keep out of their way till we can prove our story. Jamie, a fine chance we have of doing that. With Polly kidding on, she doesn't near know us. Doctor, I don't think Polly was kidding on. In fact, I don't think that was Polly. Jamie, of course it was Polly. You saw her. Doctor, you don't want to believe. You don't want to believe everything you see, Jamie. Jamie, doctor? Policeman are coming back. Jamie, all clear, doctor. The doctor's reading his paper. Doctor, Jamie, doctor. Doctor, Jamie, what was the name of the hanger? Jamie, Polly said change. Chameleon something. Yeah, Doctor, yes, Chameleon Tours, an advertisement for Chameleon Youth Tours. Budget tours for young people between the ages of 18 and 25. Doctor, spent Jamie, what do you mean by budget? Doctor, indispensive, cheap. This could be debate. Do you know what a chameleon is, Jamie? Jamie, it's just a name, I suppose. Doctor, it's the name of a small animal, a lizard that can change its colour to merge with its background. There's a name that can equally be applied to people as well as, as well as people who change their personalities to suit their own ends. But it tours young people between the ages of 18 and 25. Oh, yes, there's something strange going on here. Ben, Doctor, Jamie, Doctor. Ben, you're all right. Ben, yeah, I'm okay. Jamie, well, that's a, what, that's a relief. Ben, what happened to you two? With Polly. Doctor, we can, can't talk here. We've got to go find somewhere to hide. Something about passports, Ben. I've got the very place. Come on. Medical centre x-ray room. The features of the alien turning into those of Meadows. Real Meadows is covered with a sheet now. Nurse Pinto switches off the machine. Blade, is he all right? Pinto, we'll see. She stabs the alien with a pin. Meadows, ow! They help him to sit up facing her. An eye test chart. Pinto, read the first line. And Meadows 2 slurred. E.T. Pinto, vocal control. Ben adjustment dial on the armband. Blade, try that. Meadows 2. H-X-O-A. Stop as removed from two chemical bottles. Meadows 2 sniffs at one and likes it. But calls from the other. Pinto, all complete. She hands a personal file to Blade. Blade, who are you? Meadows 2. My name is George Meadows. I work at Air Traffic Control Gatwick Airport. Blade, where do you live? Meadows, number 10, Sylvia Avenue. Blade, number 10, Meadows 2. Until last week, we lived in number 34. I've been too busy to tell the personal department of the change. Blade, excellent. Concourse, the doctor, Ben and Jamie are walking along with Ben. see someone someone at one of the kiosks. Ben, look, there's Polly. Doctor, yes, look who she's working for. Don't Jamie, chameleon tours. Doctor, yes, leave this to me, Polly. Michelle, please go away, Doctor. Now, something has happened to you, Polly. I want you to try and remember up to the time we, we left the hangar. Michelle, I don't know what you're talking about. Doctor, now think, Polly. It was three of us in the ha- hangar. You were showing us something. Now, what was it? Michelle, I can, I'll tell you, I don't know what you're talking about. Doctor, the hangar, Polly. The chameleon hangar. You said you'd seen a man who did it. Michelle, I didn't see anything. I think you're mad. I've seen, I haven't, 
have not hadn't seen anyone shot. I've gone I would have gone to the police. Doctor, anyone shot? Michelle and me murdered. Doctor, I didn't say anyone was shot or murdered, Polly. Michelle upset. Look, please, you must leave me alone. The doctor returns to Ben and Jamie. Ben, what's happened to her, Doctor? Doctor, I don't know, but I mean to find out. Come on, let's find that place where we can talk. Ben right. as Michelle watches him leave, she's being watched by Blade and a monitor in the room at the rear of the kiosk. Comedian tours cubicle. Ben, come, Blade, come in here. I was going to brief you for this assignment, but there isn't any purpose now. Michelle, have I failed then? Blade, the circumstances against you. I make arrangements for you to leave on the next flight. Michelle, back to base. Blade, yes. Michelle, what about that man? He's very persistent. Blade, don't worry about him. We have always, we have ways of dealing with such people. Air traffic control. Meadows 2 relieves another air traffic controller. Gene Rook enters and sees the command commandant being questioned by a man with slight Scottish accent, smoking a pipe. Crossland, are you sure you haven't seen him, sir? Commandant, I'm quite sure. Oh, Gene, this is Inspector, Detective Inspector Crossland. Give him any help you can, if you excuse me, Crossland. If, yes, of course, sir. Gene, well now, Inspector, what can I do for you, Crossland? Well, I think I need a pass for a start. Gene, well, it's easy range. Anything else? Crossland, yes, I was supposed to meet a colleague of mine here, Detective Inspector Gascon. Gene, yes, Crossland, yes, he's investigating a missing person of one of the, your charter flights. The funny thing is, he hasn't shown up. Gene, Detective Inspector Crossland, may I say, what shall I say your business is? Crossland, investigation in the Chameleon Youth Tours, Puerto Booth, three grown men in one phone booth. Doesn't really go. Jamie, what is this place? Ben, it's a machine that takes your photograph. Jamie, photograph? Ben, well, you'll see. You've got, you've got, you've got your... Doctor, uh, no, Ben, not now. What puzzles me is this girl pretending to be Polly, yet away she is Polly. Ben, do you think she's been brainwashed? Don't, no, not in the time. Whatever happened to her, to her, in a few mo- minutes, look out. Curtis pulled back to an elderly lady. Surprise, she pulls it back again and leaves. Dud, all right then. All right, now, Ben, Jamie, we've got to find out more about the comedian youth tours. The trouble is, we're not free to move around with the authorities l- looking for us. Ben, well, they're not looking for me. Dutta, no, that's not, no, that's true. You could investigate the hangar. Ben, leave it to me. Now, what about you, Doctor? I'm going back to the Commandant and try to convince him there's a murderer aboard. Jamie, well, I'll go with Ben. Doctor, no, Jamie. I want you to find your way back to Comedian Kiosk. Keep an eye on Polly. They come out of the booth and split up. Jamie's a little lost and wanders around. Tanoi. Further call for flight BR129 to Geneva. Now boarding through Channel B at gate number 19. Chameleon tours kiosk. A dark-haired liver bird approaches. She could have been... Approaches. Samantha. Oh, are you in charge here, Michelle? Yes. May I help you? Samantha, yes, I'm Samantha Briggs. I came down from Liverpool, Michelle. Oh, really? Samantha, about my brother Brian Briggs. 
Manishel, what about him? Samantha, he went on, went on one of your tours, and now he's disappeared, Michelle. I'm sorry, don't follow. Samantha, well, it's real This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Very, really very simple. I tried to get the phone number of the hotel you sent him to, and the operator said, There's no such place, Michelle. Well, the operator must have been mistaken then. Samantha, so I got in touch with the police, and they said that Brian... Was it staying at any hotel in Rome? Michelle, well, perhaps he changed his mind and decided to go off on a different tour then. Samantha, yes. Well, what about this then? A postcard from Brian posted in Rome. Michelle, yes, that doesn't seem, that does seem odd, doesn't it? Oh, uh, would you like me to make some inquiries for you? Samantha, well, what do you think, what do you think I came all the way down from Liverpool for? Michelle, well, since you put the matter with the police, why you? Why have you? Samantha, the police, they said that dozens of people go missing every week. They haven't got the men to go chasing after them all. Michelle, I see. What did you say your brother's name was? Michelle, Brian Briggs. Would you like me to spell it for you? Michelle, it won't be necessary, thank you. I'll see you, I can find out. I don't mind waiting. If you don't mind waiting, Comedian Tours Cubicle. Michelle calls up the office on monitor. Michelle, is Captain Blade there? Spencer on monitor. No, Michelle. Well, I must speak with him urgently. Inquiries about a missing passenger. Spencer, I tell him to contact you. He shouldn't be long. Comedian Tours Kiosk. Michelle, the gentleman I I wanted to speak with wasn't available. They're trying to find him. Do you want to wait, Samantha? Well, I've got nothing else to do, do, have I? I'll be over there. She sit, goes to sit near Jamie, who's hiding behind another newspaper. Samantha, oh, blast. Jamie, something the matter? Samantha, stuck up thing. Jamie, what? Samantha, not you, that girl. She doesn't care less. Jamie, about finding out your brother? Samantha, yes. Jamie, I couldn't help overhearing. You think something's happened to him? Samantha, well, that's just it. I don't know. O'Brien can take care of himself, all right, but still, Jamie, I, well, I hope you were right. Jamie, what do you mean? Jamie, I might just be able to help you. I can't tell you anything at the moment, but later, I'd like you to meet a friend of mine. I'm sure you know that's best. Jamie hides behind his newspaper as a policeman walks past. Air traffic control, Gene. Excuse me, sir. There's a gentleman to see you, Commandant. Did he say what about? Gene, well, yes, it's about a dead body. Commandant, bring him in. Gene, would you come in, please? Doctor, thank you. Ah, oh, Commandant, how nice to see you again. Commandant, into the telephone. Airport, please, please. Doctor, oh, at least hear what I have to say. Commandant, I heard all I want from you. What do you mean, then? Engage, this is a Commandant, thank you. Doctor, if you're going to speak to the police and tell them there's something happening in this airport and may endanger human lives, Commandant, hello, please, Commandant. Will you send a couple of men down here at once, please? Doctor, well, since I'm obviously about to be arrested, may I make, up, make one last request? Listen to me for just one minute. 
Come on, not for one second. I've, just, I've heard all I want to hear about burnt fibers, ray guns, disappearing people. Doctor, but there was a dead body in the comedian tours hangar. Gene, did you say comedian tours? Doctor, why? Do you know something about it? Gene, well, no, but Inspector Crossland wanted to know. Come on out, all right, Gene. I handle this. Take his man away. Put him under a lock and key and keep him there. Doctor, one step nearer and I'll blow you all to some marines. Catch. Doctor's gone, leaving the commandant looking at a small rubber ball. Commandant, all right, after him. Comedian Tours office blade. That's quite clear, is it? You know what to tell her? Michelle, on monitor, I do. Blade, as soon as you got rid of her, the girl, close the kiosk and get on the night's flight. Comedian Tours kiosk. Michelle, Miss Briggs, Samantha, yes. Have you found anything? Michelle, uh, well, yes, I have, I'm afraid. Um, and it doesn't help very much. Your brother definitely did not, did get on our flight to Rome. But he did, but what he did when he got off the plane, I couldn't tell you. Miss Samantha, well, if you can't, who can? Michelle, Miss Briggs, we're dealing with thousands of passengers every, every week. We can't track, keep track of every single one. Oh, you are going back to Liverpool. I'm sure your brother will turn out eventually. Now, if you excuse me, I have to close this kiosk. Samantha, thanks for nothing. Polly Michelle puts a close sign on the counter. And Samantha goes back to Jamie. Samantha, something funny guy on here. Jamie, why? Samantha, my brother vanished, and that lot can't couldn't care less. Comedian tours hangar. Benos had turned to an empty hangar. There were new packing cases in one corner. The Ben leaves one open. Contains a cathartic police eye staring at nothing. Ben runs upstairs. Comedian tours office. Ben grabs the telephone. Ben, hello. What's the name of the man who's in charge of the airport? The command commandant. Right, well, look. Can you put me through to his office, please? All right. Then air traffic control. I want to speak to a friend of mine who should be with the commandant right now. Concourse, Jamie. Doctor, I'd like to meet this young lady. Doctor, what young lady? Where's Polly? Jamie, she's still inside. Doctor, oh, I shan't be a minute. Comedian tours cubicle. Doctor, Polly is empty. There's a model airplane on the desk. Monitor sign shows the concourse. Search for desk produces blank postcards from various foreign countries together with sheets of unused foreign stamps. Doctor fizzles with the model plane. A monitor picture changes. First medical center, then the hangar office. Ben on the monitor. Why? But why can't, won't you listen to him? It's all true. I'm in the comedian hangar now. And I, and I just, I, Dr. Ben, Ben, can you hear me? Spencer's walked in and fired a pen-shaped device at Ben. Ben, Dr. Ben, Dr. Ben, can you hear me? Ben is rigid. Comedian tours office. Spencer hangs up the telephone. Dr. Monitor, Ben, are you all right? Can you hear me? Ben, Ben, can you hear me? Spencer, Blade, who is he? Spencer, friend of that doctor on the screen. Blade, do you see what happened in here, there? Spencer, he must have. He must have done. Blade, then he would be coming here. I better be prepared for him. First, dispose of the body. Immigration, Jenkins. Who is he? Crossland, my name. His name is Brian Briggs. Supposed to have come through here a week ago on holiday, Jenkins. Thousands of people come through here in a week. Crossland, oh well. It was just a chance. Do you remember that man? Jenkins, oh yes, I remember him. 
in a pass, but I couldn't remember his name, Crossland. He's a colleague of mine, Detective Inspector Gascon. Now, when did he come back, Jenkins? I can't tell you. There's so many faces. There was a bit of bother this morning. He could have slipped through then. Because of what sort of bother? Jenkins, two men without passports, who told some story about a body hanger. I said, what happened? Jenkins, oh, it was all a hoax. So these two men, they ran away. The police are still looking for them. First then, can you describe them to me? Jenkins, one was a scruffy-looking man, medium height, wearing a frock coat. The other was a Scots boy, dressed in a kilt. Crossing, oh, they shouldn't be too hard to find. Conkle, Samantha, hey, you think we should go after your friend? He's been gone about ten minutes now. Jimmy, no, he said half an hour. Now we do what he said. Samantha, hey, he was a right weirdy, isn't he? Samantha, hey, he's a right weirdy, isn't he? Jamie, no, I wish he, I wish I had his brains. Samantha, you're all right as you are. Sam closes, moves closer to Jamie. A woman in the airline. Uniform, Anna Davison, removes a, a closed t- sign for Chameleon Tours kiosk. Tonight, Chameleon Tours announced the departure of their flight number 413 to Zurich. Will all of you please assemble in the departure lounge? Chameleon Tours and Samantha, hey, look, they've opened up that kiosk now. Jamie, I and where's Polly? Tony, will all passengers please assemble in the departure lounge? Chameleon t- Tours office. The doctor finds Spencer's pen weapon. He knows that he saw pen- Spencer leave the room on the chaos monitor. There are no doors in the right in the right direction. Doctor packing cases. Conkles. The un- uni- uniform women is addressing the group we use at the kiosk. And I'm quite sure the first thing you want to do when you go to Switzerland is write home to your parents. In case you don't have time, Chameleon Tours has some co- postcards. Well, you're ready for you. Derek, ready for you to write here. When you finish your postcards, give them back to me. I will post them for you no. in Zurich. Remember, oh, do you mind, no. man? Oh, no, no go ahead. Remember, now look, look, the postcard of Zurich. Stamp with a Swiss stamp. Already post. Very well. Remember, well, ah, you'll write one. Aren't you? Can't you see? This could explain the card from Brian. It was posted wrong. I don't mean to say he posted it. <laughs> Jamie, I see. We've better we've tell the doctor about this. How long has he been gone? <laughs> Samantha, oh, about half an hour now. Jamie, right. I'll go and find them. him. Samantha, I'll go with you. Quickly, <laughs> just a minute, son. I want to work with you. Canadian <laughs> Tours hangar. The doctor's <laughs> also trying to open a packing case. <laughs> find the better staring back at him. Spencer, somebody help me, please. I'm <laughs> suffocating. Quickly, somebody help me, please. I'm suffocating. So, comedian stores <coughs> office. Benson, please help me. A panel closes over the loudspeaker that the voice was coming from. Doctor enters and a shutter closes over the door, trapping him. Then a girl opens the, the, grill, <coughs> the grill, opens the wall, and a vapor seeps in the room. Doctor falls to his knees, suddenly very cold. In fact, he's freezing. These days, work is in trouble. 
we've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.